Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. And welcome back to another episode of Stabby Snippet, presented by us, Three Spooked Girls. It is Jessica, and as always, I am joined by my favorite ghoul friend, Tara. Hey, Spooksters. And this week, we are going to be talking about a case we've already talked about. And no, it is not my other obsession, which is the Golden State Killer. It is Heather Elvis. If you remember, we did an episode earlier in the year about missing persons. And I spoke on Heather Elvis. And so I want to bring you up to date. So I'm going to do a tiny little recap. So in case this is your first time ever hearing about it, you can hear the story. I do recommend you go back and listen to the full episode so you can get more. We will probably put something like in the link below or something. I don't know if you can do that, Tara. I will link that episode below for you. Yay. Or at least the episode name so you can know how far to go back. Right. Okay. So Heather Elvis disappeared on the night of December 17th, 2013. She'd gone on a date. It was her first date after being in a relationship with a married man. She came home, shocked her roommate. Everything seemed great. And then some events happened and she was never seen from again. So Heather Elvis was having an affair with a man by the name of Sidney Moore. At the time, he was 38. She said to have liked the older, more mature guys. She was working at a restaurant called The Tilted Kilt, where she met Sydney as he was a repairman, for, I think like the refrigerator repairman or something like that, mm-hmm. coolant, whatever. And they hit it off. They met in June. They talked all summer long and then had a sexual relationship from about mid-August to the end of September. Though Sydney says it wasn't as much as Heather said it was, he still admits to the affair. Well, that affair was put on or was ended when Sydney's wife, Tammy, heard about it. And Tammy is a crazy person. I get it. Like, if you found your husband was cheating on you, you'd get really upset, get mad. But most of us probably wouldn't go all, like, DD status on... Um, hmm. <laughs> on the act and handcuff or you know tie someone to a bed which tammy said she had to do to keep her husband in bed with her she was crazy enough to call heather's work and complain about her saying she was being unprofessional with sydney she would refer to her as the psycho bitch she would harass her by sending her provocative text messages you know things like you may have fucked him or some shit like that and it basically was like You wouldn't think of this as people who were like mothers and had children and were adults and had their own lives. So the night that Heather disappeared, Sydney and Tammy were out and about and they had gone like downtown this little area. They were hanging out essentially and they kind of went over by one of the places Heather worked. But I think they kind of knew Heather wasn't 
there that night because I'm sure Sydney had been talking with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing they know, they go to a Walmart. Then they go to a gas station where Sydney gets out, goes to the payphone, and calls Heather. Now, mind you, Heather has been home at this point. She's gone on her date. She just told her roommate how what a great time it, she had had. And then Sydney calls. And they basically argue, but Sydney maintains saying that the only reason he called her was to tell her once again that they were done, even though Heather had not really been in communication with him. Essentially, what happens a little later is that they purchase, I can't believe, I can't remember if it's at Walmart they purchase the pregnancy test, but then they get a pregnancy test. Sydney and Tammy go home. At some point in the night, There's more communication and Heather gets up and leaves to go meet somebody at the Peachtree boat launch landing. She goes there. This is the last place her car is found, which is the next day the police find her car, but not her. She gets there and supposedly she was me and I say supposedly air quotes. She was meeting with Sydney, but they believe Tammy came along as well. Mm -hmm. And Sydney says that he didn't meet or see her that night, but their truck or a truck that is very, very similar to the description is actually seen on security camera in several different places going from their house to the boat landing and then back in the time frame in which Heather is actually at the boat launch. So the next day, Heather's car is found by police and they notify her father, Terry, and then the whole missing persons thing happens. So more details of what happened are in the episode, but now we're going to move on to the trials and then the updates that have been happening. So there's been three trials held for this. There was Sydney's original trial for kidnapping and like conspiracy to kidnap and obstruction of justice, which are actually two different trials he had. And then Tammy had her kidnapping and conspiracy and obstruction of justice. So Tammy was actually found guilty and is serving a 30-year sentence. However, in 2016, when Sydney went to trial, Sydney actually got off on a mistrial. So it was 10 to 2 to convict, but because... It's a capital case. It has to be unanimous. So it was considered a mistrial. However, Sydney then went outside and told media outlets about the case, which violated his court order gag order. And he ended up serving two months in jail for that out of a five month sentence. He was convicted on obstruction of justice. He is currently serving a 10-year sentence, even though they thought at one point in time he was just going to serve, like, because he'd been in jail the entirety of, like, the trials and everything. They thought he was just going to have time served and then be on parole for, like, the remainder, like, nine years. But that was shot the fuck down by a grand jury. So good for those people. So the update in the case. So that was in 2016. So for the last three years, he's been in jail or he's been in prison at the Lee Correctional Institute. And on August 6th of this year, he was transferred back to the J. Rubin Long Detention, which it's in Myrtle Beach, which is where the, the case is, because the attorneys were meeting with the judge. Nothing came of it. However, they did set a court date, which was September 9th. Oh. That's today. Yeah. We're recording this today. So as of today, the jury has been set. So it's made up of 12 people and three alternates, and they are scheduled to go back into court tomorrow. But here's a very interesting tidbit. 
in Tammy's case and in this case, there is a witness by the name of Donald DeMarino, and he was actually on August 23rd charged with six counts of breaking and entering auto, possession of stolen vehicle, Mm. and um, possession of a firearm by a certain person, which means he had priors. Oh, God. (laughs) So I know that we don't have a conclusion of the trial yet because I don't know how long it'll take. I mean... Tammy's took 11 days. Sydney's could take longer. But here's the reason I wanted to do a stabby on Heather's case. Heather is still missing. Mm -hmm. And at this point, it's like they haven't found the body. Yeah. She's been missing as of today. Let's see. It's five years, eight months and 21 days. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone's going to always hold out hope that someone's found. But honestly, like, I know this is sad, but like her captors, if they're the ones who kidnapped her. They've been incarcerated. So even if she was being held against her will somewhere, unless they have other people. Yeah. So here's what the message I want is that if you guys know this story or you've heard this story or you know someone who knows the story or may know something, you guys need to contact the authorities. I'll find and put that for I'll get it to Tara so she can put it in the description below with any missing persons case we talk about. If you know any details or anything that can help the police, you should definitely talk. This isn't like, you know, (laughs) this isn't snitches get stitches type moment. This is a family is out there not getting closure. Right. And even if um, Sydney is found guilty, which is probably most likely because Tammy was found guilty, which there's theories that Tammy committed this and that Sydney has no idea what's happening because she was crazy. I mean, she did handcuff herself or handcuff her husband to their bed, which turned out to be a lie because they had a sleigh bed Mm -hmm. with no holes. Like, I have a sleigh bed, but the top, like... Yeah. That makes it sound weird, but (laughs) it's just got like a design where there's like cutouts in it. But um, they had a solid sleigh bed. Mm -hmm. Again, if you know something about any case, but specifically this case, like let the authorities know. A good thing to do is to repost and talk about this. Share this story with people because you never know. You end up meeting a lot of people in life and you could be like, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's just so sad because she was so young. She's such a little baby. Yeah. <laughs> Her life had barely started and um, it's it's just really sad. So we hope you enjoyed this week. Tara, do you have any thoughts? Hopefully that the, you know, the trial will go quickly, even if he didn't commit it. I mean, I'm kind of more in the camp like I-, I would probably believe Tammy had something more to do with it, like we had talked about in our episode previously. Mm-hmm. But I think with it being him on trial and everything, it was a good one to kind of re bring up. Mm-hmm. So if anyone knows anything or whatnot definitely check out the show notes for those resources definitely so we will see you guys on monday for another regular episode and there's a lot going on next week so you want to definitely stay tuned we got a lot of fun things happening it's our anniversary week so you want to definitely check that out and we will see you next time bye bye